It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, The Real Ed Oliver. And today we're going to go over the Wizards' biggest draft needs and talk a little bit about some guys that the Wizards are bringing in for a workout, for a draft workout. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. The episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com. All right, so I did want to go – I just want to go over the uh, Washington Wizards' biggest needs. Uh, Name five needs that the Washington Wizards have going into the NBA draft on June 23rd. And I, I went to social media. I went to Twitter. Went to YouTube on the community tab, and I asked you guys, what was the Wizards' biggest need other than point guard? Obviously, the Wizards need a point guard. That's where they're looking for. Tommy Shepard has said it wasn't so Junior has said they're looking for a pass-first point guard, a guy that can come in and set the table and can play good defense at the point of attack. That's what they're looking for. Now, other than that, what do they need? Bradley Bill on NBC Sports Washington went on on TV and at the post-game show and said they needed dogs. They needed bigger guards. And um, I forgot the other one. It was dogs, bigger guards. And I want to say he said shooters or, or defenders, uh, defensive-minded wings or dogs. You know, that's what, that's what he's looking for. So went to Twitter, asked you guys what they need. Um, and then I'm, I'm just going to read off some comments that you guys put. Um, and I thought you guys put – you guys basically hit the nail on the head there. You guys hit the nail on the head. So this is from Brandon Scott. Shout out to Brandon Scott. He's on Twitter at uh, D-A-S-C-O-T-T-Z zero um he says three and d wings and a true power forward Rui is not strong enough to bang with the bigger fours and Kuz would be better as a three in my opinion so um Rui he is i think he's good at the three at the three position and at the four i think he's interchangeable i think he's better at the four he gets a better matchup because when they're defending him he gets to go by the slower fours threes you know those guys are quicker they get to, they're able to guard him or he can take advantage of that matchup in the post and shoot over those guys. So I think he's, I think personally he's better at the four. I think Kuz is better as a four as well. I think they can interchange at that three and four. Um, but Rui, um, yeah, he does, you know, need to get more physical, get stronger. But I think he's able to bang in the post. I think, you know, you look at him finishing over guys, dunking on Isaiah Stewart, dunking on Anthony Davis. Uh, I think he's at his best when he's at that four spot, in my opinion, shooting at the high post, um, turning and facing in the post. And he was able to be some uh, stretch four, shooting 44% from the three-point line. Um, so I, I think Kuz – and Brandon says Kuz would be better at the three. Um, I could see that. I could see Kuz playing at the three because he's a better playmaker. He's a better facilitator. He's a he's one of the best facilitators on the Wizards roster, as he did have a triple-double this past year. 
Um, so that's a good statement from Brandon. So he says we need a three and D wing and a true power forward. Um, can they get that in the draft? Tari Eason, maybe he's more of a true power forward. Jeremy Sohan is more of a three. I'm not the biggest fan of Jeremy Sohan. I think he can defend, but he needs to improve on that shooting. Shooting 56% from the three from the free throw line and 29% from the uh, three-point line. Um, I like the defensive upside of, of Jeremy Sohan, though. He's a solid defender. Um, and this one is from uh, DP ever since, DP underscore ever underscore since on Twitter. He says, three-point shooting, perimeter defense, wing, and athleticism. So he basically said similar things to Brandon. So those are on my list, three-point shooting. So you look at the numbers for the Wizards. They were 26th in three-point percentage this past season. So they were a bottom five team. I know they were better after the trade deadline, but they got better ball movement from their point guards. Saddle was better at moving the ball. Um, Ish was better at moving the ball, facilitating, getting pressure on the defense. They just did not get that from the first half of the year from Spencer Dinwiddie at all. Somebody to put pressure on the defense for the most part after the 10 and three start. Um, and the three point percentage was, was abysmal. You know, teams went zone on the wizards. The Hornets went zone on the wizards and the wizards just didn't know what to do. It looked like chickens with their heads cut off. Um, that's how that's how you know dysfunctional they were when teams went zone. You know they they couldn't get to the paint. They looked confused. They didn't know how to move the ball and, and pass. And when they did take threes, they were clanking threes on the on the side of the rim and, and bricking threes. So they were 26 and three point percentage on the year. 29th and three pointers attempted. 30th and threes made per game at 10 and a half. Tommy Shepard in his closing presser also said he wants them to take more threes moving forward. That's one of his goals in all season. So they got to get some more shooting in there. They got to get some more shooters, some guys that can be three and D guy, three and D guys that, that can stretch and space the floor. So when you're looking at certain guys, Dyson Daniels, who is talented, has the size, you know, measured at six foot eight or six foot seven. The shooting is a concern. So when you see guys that do have talent, but they have shooting concerns, you know, it's kind of like you, you, you have your concerns about drafting them. Um, a Dyson Daniels or a Jeremy Sohan. Johnny Davis, too. He shot 30% from the three-point line. But I like Johnny a lot because I feel like he has more of an offensive repertoire. And we're going to talk about Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis is being brought in for a solo workout um, for the Wizards, which, you know, is pretty important to me. It shows that the Wizards have interest. They already interviewed him at the Combine, and now they're bringing him in for a solo workout. So that tells me that Tommy Shepard in the front office, there there is some interest. You know, there's some interest in Johnny Davis, and I, I think he fits what the Wizards are looking for, in my opinion. I think he's a strong defender at the point of attack, and I think he's a guy that can create his own shot. And I think he he's like a he plays like a dog. Eight and a half rebounds per game, play Big Ten Player of the Year, can score and get a basket whenever he whenever he wanted to in college was the number one option. Um, put up 37 points versus Purdue and 14 boards. I mean, Johnny Davis would be a really good addition to the Washington Wizards. So that's just one guy out of the options at Big Ten. Uh, but we're going to do a more in-depth breakdown of him. Um, drafts at Draft Dummies, um, Sam Ferris is going to come on as a guest to talk about Johnny Davis and some other prospects. But um, I do want to talk about some more of the needs. So one need is three-point shooting. Perimeter defense is the second one. Uh, wing athleticism is three. So I'm going to get to the other two that I have or that other people submitted. Um, but before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is easy, very easy to use. You got the NBA Finals coming up, so you want to use Price Picks for this. You get to this is how it works. You pick two to five players and an over/under on their projections. You can win up to ten times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. It's that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. 
Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. PrizePix offers any prop you can think of from points scored to rebounds or even steals. PrizePix allows mixed sports entries, such as if you want to take the over on Steph Curry's three-pointers made, combined with the under on, let's say, Jalen Brown's three-pointers made in the same entry. And PrizePix doesn't just offer NBA to have options. player in your first prize for entry scores a single point but you must use code nba that's right this is an exclusive offer available to locked on fans sign up today and using use nba code use code nba on all caps 50 dollars for free if a player in your first prize for entry scores a single point i just want to thank you guys for making locked on wizards your first listen every day make sure to go check out locked on nba big board with host rafael barlow from nba draft junkies an author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA draft, mock draft, player rankings, and, of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Once again, uh, Sam Ferris will be on the show tomorrow talking about Johnny Davis, so stay tuned for that. Make sure you guys don't miss out. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so let's get to the other two needs. We got three down. Uh, Now we're just going to tackle the last two here. So uh, let me pull up some of you guys' entries here. This is from No Wave Coffee on Twitter. He says, the Wiz just need talent. They have too many needs and not enough picks to address each need. They need to plan first and pick the talent that best fits the need of the fits the need of that plan. I think at 10, they'll get a good player. I'm personally fine with any of the names mentioned in mocks. Um, and then he also goes on to say, that said, I would be on the phone right now with Sacramento to move up. So I'm with you on talent. The Wizards need talent. They brought in Porzingis, which raises the talent. Bar Bradley Bill is talented. I think Kyle Kuzma has talent. But you look, you compare it to the other teams in the Eastern Conference, look at the Celtics. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, their talent level is just above the Wizards. Um, you look at the Bucks with Giannis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez. Um, who else is on that roster? It's just more talented. They have better players on the roster. They're just a better roster. They, ha- they have more talent. Um, the Miami Heat, they have more talent. Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero. Even their second-round picks are outperforming You know their draft status and outperforming a lot of first like Gabe Vincent. Uh, Max Struess. Um, you look at Philly with Joel Embiid, uh, arguably the MVP of this past year. Uh, Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey. Uh, the talent goes on and on. Even James Harden. The talent level in the Eastern Conference is rising. So the Wizards do meet, need more talent. Like I said, the Bulls, look at their talent level. DeMar DeRozan, 
um, Zach Levine, if he does come back, Lonzo Ball, uh, Nikola Vucevic, also teams teams that I'm naming right now, the, the Nets with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. Um, the teams I'm naming just have multiple all-stars on a roster and just more talent. And the Wizards do like – I think their talent level is at the bottom half of this league right now. It is. They, they have younger guys and Denny and Rui and Corey who are developing. They're going to year one, year two, year three, and they're still trying to find their footing in the league. KCP is more of a role player, 3-and-D guy. Bradley Bills, your all-star. Porzingis is another all-star. Kuzma played at an all-star level last year. Um, Ish, the point guard, you got Ish Smith, who's a journeyman, who's a good backup. But we do lack talent. We do lack talent. We need more talent. We need more young talent. We just need an influx of talent on this roster. Is there a way to do it through the draft with pick 10? Or do you need to trade back and get more guys? Or do you, or you or can you trade up and get a Jaden Ivey? from Sacramento, who is super talented. I think he's the best player in the draft. I think he's the most talented player in the draft. You talk about talent, you talk about explosiveness, athleticism, um, things that you just can't teach that guys have. And I think Jaden Ivey is a guy that has that, something that you can't teach. The first step, the explosive first step, the athleticism, a uh, 6'4 guard who can just get to the rim at ease and put pressure on the defense and put pressure on, a, on the refs to call a foul. He can get to the free throw line easily. Uh, Jaden Ivey averaged 5.8 free throws per game, free throw attempts per game. And the Wizards could certainly use that. Any team in the NBA could use that right now. Um, so that, that's a good one. The Wizards do need talent. They need an influx of talent for sure. Um, so right now we have shooting, defense. Defense is huge. The Wizards haven't been good de- on defense for what, the past three, four, five years. Under the Scott Brooks era, they left a lot to be desired defensively. They were, you know, they were better towards the latter half when we were 17 and 6 and we made that playoff run. And we got Daniel Gafford. This year, we actually regressed. We were 20th in defensive efficiency under Scott Brooks' last year when they made the playoffs, and then we regressed to 25th in defensive efficiency under Wes Hunter Jr., which is disappointing because Wes Hunter Jr. is a more of a defensive-minded coach. Um, so you look at the numbers for the Wizards. They were 25th in uh, defensive efficiency. They were 21st in points in the paint allowed per game with 48.2. Um, I hate to you know bring up so many numbers, but you know, it just gives you guys context. Uh, but that was really mainly on the guards, in my opinion, the point of attack. So they do need more defensive-minded wings. They, de- they do need more dogs defensively. Um, that's where Jeremy Sohan could come in and help. But that's, that is where I think Dyson Daniels could come in and help defensively. Tari Eason, I think Malachi Branham can help you out defensively. He can get low in the stance and move his feet. Uh, Tari Eason, Johnny Davis, you look at him getting the passing lanes. Um, you look at him getting steals, easy, easy fast break opportunities that Johnny Davis um, brings because he's, he's really good defensively. and He gets into the passing lanes. He has great instincts. This is another stat from Johnny Davis as well. Posted a 2.3 block rate last year. Um, so that's really, really good. Um, that block rate and just getting the steals, had a couple steals per game and would always get in the passing lanes, get easy fast breaks. So defense is something the Wizards definitely need to hone in on. Um, in the last couple of years, they, and I think West Central Jr. being a defensive-minded coach, they definitely need some more defensive wings and defensive guards, especially at the point of attack, for sure. Um, so another need, this is on, I'm going to go to some of the YouTube comments here. Omer Azale on YouTube, he says, defensive-minded guys. Denny and Gaff are the only one on the team. You need dogs that doesn't accept playing bad defense. And I 100% agree with you on that. I think Denny and, De- and Daniel Gafford are the one of the few defensive-minded guys. KCP, I would say he's more of a defensive-minded guy. I think Ish and Sato were solid defensively last year at times towards the second part of the year. Um, B. Williams, I like this one. This one's different. 
this one's different. A shooting guard that can create his own shot. And we're going to get to that. I want to talk about that. I want to go in depth about a shooting guard that can create their own shot because I like that one. That one's a little bit different than the, the ones that we're hearing about defense. But before we do get into that, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. The ever-increasing numbers of makes and models is now impossible to for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating question like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about this box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so another need as well. Um, if we didn't get to this one, I do want to say this one before I do forget um, some athleticism. That's one that we need. We, I think we need some more athletic. I think we need some more guys that can play above the rim. A game that I remember is when we got swept by the Rockets this year's guys and the Rockets got what the, the a top three pick or a top five pick. And the Rockets were at one point tanking for draft position. And um, every time we play the Rockets, we only played them twice, but watching us match up against Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green, who are some of the most athletic guards in the game right now, in the game of basketball. But we were just overmatched athletically. I think at the wing spot, we were overmatched athletically as well. You know, look at Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum against our wings. They just overmatch us athletically. You look, you look at the Miami Heat, they overmatch us athletically. Giannis, Giannis um, he overmatches everybody athletically. But when you look at his play against the Bucks and certain teams, it looks like we're just overmatched athletically. We are more of a below-the-rim team. And like Bradley Bill alluded to, you know, Hollow is a six-foot guard. Ishmael is a, is a six-foot guard. Um, Tomas, you know, six foot seven brings some athleticism to the roster, but we don't have a, any above the rim guys really on this roster other than Daniel Gafford. Porzingis is seven foot three, so you could throw him in the mix too. Kyle Kuzma did dunk on Joel Embiid. Rui, Rui will dunk on people here and there, Isaiah Stewart, um, Anthony Davis. But I just think from a wing standpoint, we just need some more athleticism guys. And that translates defensively, you know, moving your feet, having quick feet so we can switch and interchange. So we have more athletic guys, you know, one through five have athletes that can move their feet, slide, communicate, Daniel Gafford on the back end, being able to block shots. And I think Johnny Davis is a guy that can bring some more athleticism to the roster too. Same, same thing with Tari Eason. Jeremy Sohan is athletic too. Dyson Daniels. There's a, there's a good amount of athletes in this draft. Malachi Branham. Ochai Agbaji too from Kansas. I like him a lot. Pick 10. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Um, and he brings some, he has a 40 inch vertical. So, um, there's a lot of guys that can bring some athleticism to this roster, but we need some guys. That's why I like Malik Monk too from the Lakers because he brings athleticism. Um, him on a mid-level exception, uh, it's contract free agent contract. I would love that. 
I would love to see him. I would love to see the Wizards be aggressive and go after him. Or even Derrick Jones Jr. from the Bulls, you could probably get him on a contract slightly more than the minimum, maybe $5 million per year, and he would just bring some more athletics to the team and defense as well. So those are some guys free agent-wise. But the draft-wise, like I said, Tari Eason, Malachi Branham, Sohan, um, Tari, I already said Tari Eason, Sohan, and um, Ochai Abaji would definitely bring some athletes. Johnny Davis as well, he would bring some athletics into the tables too. So I just feel like watching the games, the Wizards were overmatched athletically. Many, many of the games they were overmatched. <clears throat> Excuse me. So B, B. Williams says shooting guard that can create his own shot. XD say Tobin says best defender, de- best defender available if, if if Benedict Mathurin is there and Johnny Davis are off the board. Benedict Mathurin would be perfect. You see the dunk that he had against TCU. He had a couple highlight dunks, and tra- he's really good in transition. He is great off ball, cutting to the basket and finishing and, and dunking on people. So Benedict Mathurin would definitely bring athleticism and pop and sizzle to the roster that the Wizards need really bad. Andy Man said, just give me some dogs in all caps. D-A-W-G-S. I want some nasty defenders who aren't scared to posterize either. So Johnny Davis fits that and Benedict Mathurin, Mathurin fits that as well. Um, just listening says anyone who can play defense. Why won't these guys play defense? Question mark. They can't shoot. Maybe Kispert, Bill, Porzingis. It just seems like whenever someone from the opposing team gets going, there is no one who can shut that hot water off. Yes, you're right about that. Um, Josh Hart having 44 points. Christian Wood had 30, 30, 38 and hit what eight threes. It was something ridiculous. We don't have a guy that can shut people's water off. We don't have a lockdown defender. Denny is at it sometimes, but there are some times where there were some games where we just had some guys. That we played against that were just virtually unstoppable. They look like, you know, they they couldn't be stopped. They just got hot, and there was no answer for that at all. Um, so the consensus, everybody's saying basically we need some defenders. Scott Ramon, Seguro, Mascuti on YouTube says we need some defenders. And uh, Brian Wright, the last one says shooting guard. Bradley Bill is getting older. Get his replacement now! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! So this brings me back to B. Williams saying shooting guard that can create his own shot. And I'm with that too. I really am. I'm with that as well. Um, Jaden Hardy at pick 10 from the G League Ignite, somebody who's just a, a microwave score and an elite score. I would be happy with him at pick 10. And I'm, I, I'm an oddball. I think I'm an unpopular opinion type of guy. Johnny Davis, a shooting guard that can create his own shot, come off the bench and be a microwave scorer as well. I think that would work. Benedict Mathurin, Mathurin, if he comes off the bench, a shooting guard that can score. I do think the Wizards need a guy that can come off the bench and score. Uh, we don't have a we don't really have a, a six man that you like a Jordan Clarkson or a Lou Williams type of guy, and not every team has that. But I think the Wizards could definitely benefit from a bench score. They do have Denny comes off the bench and, and scores at times. Rui comes off the bench and scored well. Um, but I think the Wizards could certainly use a microwave score that can create his own shot or just a guard in general. Genuine in general, other than Bradley Bill, they can create a shot for themselves. So I think the Wizards do need to find that some bench firepower and some, some bench uh, microwave score off the bench. I would love to see that. Uh, the Wizards target that in the draft. Maybe you can find that guy in the second round. Maybe you can find that guy in the second round. It doesn't have to be the first round. Or if you trade back, you can get pick 20 and get Ty Ty Washington or Kennedy Chandler if he falls to 20 and then take a Jaden Hardy at pick 25 if he trade back with the Spurs. It's something to consider and think, and think about there. And I think that would be a nice uh, pickup for the Washington Wizards. So, But if I had to rank my top five, 
My top five, of course, is talent. The Wizards just need talent to compete with the Eastern Conference and to compete with the whole league. They just need to upgrade at talent. They need an influx of talent. I think Porzingis raised the talent bar. Are you going to find that in the draft? I think you'll find talent, but you don't. Your expectations for pick 10, for a guy to come in and hit the ground running and to make an impact on the team, is not likely. Can you find, uh, as the Wizards are saying, Antoine Jameson, the director of player personnel, that diamond in the rough? Is he really a diamond rough at, at, at pick 10? Is that fair to say that? But can they find talent at pick 10? I think there's some good players there, but they're not, you know, blue chip. They're not your top five talent kind of guy. But I think there's some really good guys that you can get at pick 10 that can hit the ground running like a Tyrese Maxey did his rookie year or Herbert Jones in his second year or his, his rookie year or Desmond Bain. Uh, some later round picks that have really hit the ground running. And I think you can find some talent at pick 10. Um, second for me, if I had to rank is shooting. They do, they do need me. They do need more shooting. They have to shoot better from the three point line. In my opinion, 26 and three point percentage is, is, is very abysmal. 29th and three pointers attempted is abysmal as, as well. And the league has changed. Teams are shooting more threes, So they need to get up to speed with that. In my opinion, and then defense is next for me. Um, they have to improve defensively. Being 25th in defensive efficiency, 21st in points in the paint allowed per game is unacceptable, especially with a defensive-minded head coach as Wes Unsell Jr. Um, They have to improve defensively. They have to. Um, Fourth is athleticism. Like I said, they were overmatched by lesser teams, Um, teams with worse records that were, you know, lottery teams. They were just more athletic than the Wizards all around. Uh, Excuse me. And then last – and this is all other than point guard. Of course, point guard is probably a top of the list or top five. Uh, fifth is a shooting guard that can create his own shot of microwave score off of the bench. So that's that's the top five for me. And then I'll quickly go over the workouts here before we wrap up. So the other day they worked out a couple local guys. Uh, Daryl Morcel, who went to Marquette and went to Maryland University, was a Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year at Maryland. like him a lot. He's 6'5", 205 pounds. And they worked out Eric Ayala, the guard, six foot five, two hundred five pounds, who went to Maryland, uh, played all four years at Maryland as well. So I like him a lot too. Um, I do want to get more in depth with uh, some of those guys tomorrow when we when I talk to Sam Ferris from Draft Dummies, who's a part of the Locked On Network as well. He's going to give you guys uh, more of an educated breakdown. Kofi Coburn will be working out tomorrow as well from Illinois. He was All Big Ten uh, twice. He was the Big Ten Rookie of the Year as well his freshman year. He's seven foot tall. He's 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 a big behemoth. He is a center, and he is huge. Average twenty points and ten rebounds per game. His his uh, junior year and had a double double in the combine scrimmage uh, last week. So Kofi Coburn, I like him a lot. Um, and Colin Gillespie out of Villanova, six foot three hundred ninety five pounds, a guard um, that played uh, many a couple of years on Villanova, has a lot of experience, and has a deep run tournament experience as well so we'll get into that tomorrow but i just want to thank you guys for listening like i said my top five needs is talent number one shooting number two defense number three athleticism number four and at the fifth is shooting a shooting guard that can create their own shot i like Jaden hardy a lot um so i wouldn't mind taking him i know it's a reach but i like him at i wouldn't mind taking him at 10 my first pick is benedict mathurin of course i like malachi Branham. those are some of the names that i like tari eason um and I, I like Jaden. I like Malachi Branham a lot. I really do like him at ten. But I, I have been in Mathurin before him, and it's between Malachi and Johnny Davis at pick ten for those second options for me. So you guys, let me know what you guys think as well. Who you guys like at pick ten, and I want to see your rankings of the top, your top five rankings for the Wizards' needs. If you guys want to comment down that below, I will take a look and try to respond 
at Squeeze Boswells. Want to thank you guys for listening and making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen. Locked on NBA from the first jump ball of the play-in tournament to the last possession of the finals. Locked on experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.